Hey guys, welcome to Crime Castle. My name is Sarai, and today we're talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace. Honestly, I haven't finished it because, I don't know, they, they're releasing like two episodes at a time, and I don't know what's the deal with that. I don't like that. We're used to binge-watching things, and at this point, life is so busy, I can't imagine, like... I think most people are busy, <laughs> and so when you finally have the time to sit down and watch a show, you want to binge it so you can finish it because you don't know when's the next time you're going to be able to sit down and watch a show. At least that's my experience, and, you know, I don't know. Anyway, um, so I haven't finished it. I think the last two episodes just came out yesterday. I'm not even sure, but, uh, but yeah, so I watched a few of the episodes, and I just have to say that when this all went down, I was a bit younger, and... I really didn't, I only knew what was being put out there. And I didn't pay much attention, I guess, as it was happening live. But just from what I could see, I thought the whole thing was pretty stupid in the sense that I think the parents were conning everybody. And actually, I was so confused because I thought that that's the case that inspired the orphan. Not that they were copying the orphan. So that's, I mean... That it's crazy. This case happened after the orphan came out. Okay, so I'll rewind. If you don't know who Natalia Grace is, basically what happened is she was this young girl um, who has dwarfism, and uh, oh shoot, she's got something called like dysplasia or something like that as well. I guess it's something that um, some people who have dwarfism like might have, which requires a lot of medical attention, a lot of surgeries, things like that. Right? Okay. So anyway, so this little girl is from the Ukraine. She gets adopted by this family. This family keeps her for about like a year or something like that. She uh, then is returned, basically. So she gets taken to this um, adoption agency, like the shepherd, something. I don't know. And then um, from there, they meet. She gets basically she gets adopted by the Barnetts. So you have. Well, basically, it's like Michael Barnett is the dad, and he is a character. Honestly, he you have to watch you have to watch the show just to see how he talks because he's like the camera's on and he's ready to perform. That's all I got to say. And anyway, so they adopt her, and shortly after they adopt her, they start saying that she is secretly an adult that she's not a child because she was supposedly about six or seven years old they said that she was actually a grown woman um they were able to actually go to the court and get her age legally changed so she at this time was about like eight or nine when the court changed her her age to 22 so they put her in a house alone or an apartment so she had to literally fend for herself i guess she had like some um she was on like public assistance or disability something like that so they would give her you know money for food and stuff like that but she basically had to fend for herself she had to learn how to clean she had to learn how to cook she had to learn how to do everything and i can't even imagine she was also all alone now imagine um that's just a regular person then now she's she's got certain needs as well because because of the dwarfism and um it's not even that it's the dysplasia i can't remember the name of of, of what that is but she because of because of that like she need like for example her feet were 
like her, I guess it was like her Achilles tendon or something had to be released. She had like, that's one of the first surgeries she had when she was with, I can't, I'm not sure if she was with the Barnett's at that point. I think so. But long story short, these people were telling the world that this girl was in an adult. And then later that she was trying to kill the whole family. Um, they start saying that she was trying to kill them with a knife um, that she would stand at the foot of the bed with a knife and she would say, oh, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to kill the kids, like things like that. Um, I just have to say, honestly, like, I think the whole thing is ridiculous. I can't even, I can't imagine this actually, people want to think that this is, oh, this is some strange, mysterious case. And that's why there's so much fascination around it. But to be honest, it's not strange or nothing. It's basically, why are they the Barnett's like conning everybody and everybody's like agreeing with it. So a lot of people are like, yeah, she looks like an adult. She looks like an adult. And it's like, look at her face. She does not, her face is a little bit big, but so what? I mean, some people have bigger faces. It doesn't mean that she's an adult. She clearly looks like a child. And I was saying, so like me and also were watching it together and he was kind of like, oh yeah, she kind of does look older in that, in that picture and things like that. I'm like, yeah, but when you see the videos, she doesn't look like an adult at all. They, they keep posting one or two pictures where just because of the angle, she looks a little bit older. But I was like, at the end of the day, what does age have to do with anything? If she was older or, or whatever, what does that have to do with anything? It doesn't have, it doesn't change anything. I don't know what these people just wanted to get rid of her. That's what they wanted. And I don't know why it was like allowed. I feel like if this happened now, it wouldn't go. But anyway, at this point, she, so, okay, I guess she was doing a few weird things like soiling herself and peeing, stuff like that. And they're saying that, like, Michael says that she would, like, smear on the boys. I don't buy that. But even if that were true, he puts it like it's something evil where, hello, like, I would say that is a child who needs help because she has been abandoned time and time again by the time she reached them six years old and now they're doing it to her too imagine living in that house they don't want her you think she doesn't know that so of course she's gonna probably have some weird things that she does because she's being like she's been i don't know i don't i don't, I don't, I don't want to say abused but she so this so the curious case and Matilda grace now season two she speaks so she gets to say things and according to her there was some abuse that was going on and i i can imagine even if there wasn't real abuse let's just say she i'm sure was being treated a lot different than the other kids because like i said they clear they didn't want her they were saying that they were trying to fight it they went to court they did all this stuff they were in the public eye and they were trying to say yeah she you know like they didn't want her so anyway she in the beginning of the show well, okay this is also like spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it um don't listen but yeah she ends up getting a dna test so they can because okay in the beginning the whole thing the reason why they thought she was older was because when when like i don't know week one two something like that um the the, the adoptive mom she's in the kathleen i think is her name i can't even remember it seems like she's the mastermind behind the whole thing um but she she ends up so she's in the bathroom with Natalia and she calls Michael over and says, look, basically, then this is so rude. I mean, this is being told to the whole entire planet. Like, apparently she had pubic hair. 
and that's why they thought she was older. And then later they found out that she had a period and she had put um, a sock and they found out because I guess she threw the sock away like outside or something. And I'm thinking and I, and I guess she told them like, yeah, I have my period and I've been hiding it. And they act like it's again, like such an evil thing. And I'm thinking, hello, this poor girl probably was never told about a period or how to handle it or what to do. She had a sock. She threw it away like outside. That sounds exactly like what a child would do. So I don't understand how these people were allowed to continue this narrative that she was an adult. And I just want to say if she was about six or seven, they thought she's getting a period. Some kids get it early. Usually it won't be like seven years old. That's a little bit young, but eight, nine. Yeah, it could happen. And guess what? Maybe she was eight or nine years old because they weren't sure because she came from the Ukraine and there was like these things about her birth certificate and all this stuff. So maybe she was eight or nine. Again, she's still a child who needs her parents, you know, but then they go from, oh yeah, she's, she's, she's not six. She's 22 or whatever a grown woman it's like no this this whole thing makes me so mad and it's so dumb the whole thing is so dumb i can't believe this is even a thing i can't believe that the court ever agreed to change her her age and i guess to this day it's still the age that they said that she was born in 1989 um so then in the beginning of the of i was saying this earlier but didn't finish in the beginning of the like, I don't know, I think it's episode one. The first thing she does is take a DNA test or, or a blood test to, to, to measure how old she is. And they say that she's about, they think she's like around 20 years old or something like that. Um, she, I guess she thought she was a little younger, like 18, 19. Uh, and it turns out she's something more like 20, 21, something like that. Um, again, like I said, which would fit perfectly because if she's about two years older than she thought when they first adopted her, she was six, almost seven. So that means two years, she would have been about eight or nine, which is just in time to have a start getting a period and things like that for some kids. Okay. And then there, there's, there's like, I don't know, there's so much more and it's just like, there's this whole thing about the, the mom so she, I guess she had this, okay, so they, their oldest son, he's, um, basically he's autistic and a genius. So the mom thinks that it's because of her. Um, she thinks she made him a genius because I guess she like homeschooled, I don't know, homeschooled her or something um i'm trying to see hold on um, i'm trying to do this that i'm driving the barnett family what is the name of christine her name is christine not kathleen okay so christine so christine barnett she had she has so the oldest boy has autism and he's like really smart she thinks it's because of her. I think she's like a legit classic narcissist. I think, okay, so she thinks that she made him a genius. And she ended up writing a book called The Spark. And during the time that she's promoting her, her book is when they adopt Natalia. And apparently her plan was she was going to adopt Natalia, who is another kid with disability, disabilities, and make her a genius just to show everybody, like to keep on brand, basically. That was her whole plan, but it turned out that Natalia was average. 
um, all the teachers said she was average. Like they went and asked, you know, everybody around. They said, yeah, she was, she wasn't dumb or anything. She was just average. She was an average kid. She wasn't doing what they wanted her to do. But it's funny because at some point, Michael Barnett is sitting there saying she was reading a page at a Cosmopolitan magazine and all this stuff. She's, they were like, how can a six-year-old read Cosmopolitan magazine? And it's like, you can't have it both ways. Either she's really smart or she's not really smart. And if she was really smart, they were going to say she was a, an adult. So it was, she really, they just didn't want her. I think also part of it is they didn't realize because of her disability that she was going to need as many surgeries as, as they, as she needed, basically. And, and basically, they were going to, she, Natalia was going to drain their money. And the thing was, I guess, that Christine had gotten $600,000 advancement on her book. And so she basically was to keep that money for herself. And Michael was to keep providing for the family. So those $600,000 were for her only, not to share with anybody else. Except for apparently there was supposed to be about $200,000 that was supposed to go to her son because the book was about him. He says he never got one dime out of that. He's like, I, th I think he actually, no, I'm sorry. I think he got like $5 or something. He's like, I got enough to buy myself a cup of coffee. That's all he got. Um, she kept all of it. And so um, what else? So, yeah, I mean, even in the beginning when they first adopted her, she went, to, they took her to the dentist. They took her to different places. And then the dentist said, you know, these are baby teeth. You cannot fake an x-ray. You cannot fake ba fake baby teeth. You can't put fake baby teeth in your gums to, to say, oh, yeah, look, I'm a child. And so, and then as Natalia is talking, for example, and she's saying, oh, this happened, that happened, this. There's like emails, documents, pictures, videos. There's stuff that she can put to say, yeah, this did happen. Whereas in the first season when it's Michael talking, because spoiler alert, Christine isn't even in this documentary. She has a problem with this. She didn't want to be a part of it. But when he's so when he's talking, Michael, um, he's just telling all these stories with. But there's nothing that he, there's no, no proof. There's nothing they could put on the screen. They just put pictures like the same pictures over and over of like Natalia's face or like little things like that. There's no like actual like corroborating documents, evidence, videos, nothing to prove what he's saying, whereas it is for Natalia. So I just feel at the end, basically at the end of this story, it's, oh, well, no, I, and I got where I ended was the part where Michael and Natalia sit down to talk to each other. He starts, and I knew it. I told Nelson, I'm like, this guy's going to play the victim. First thing he says, you and I were the victims of the same monster. What? No, you weren't. He's basically trying to blame the whole thing on Christine, saying that she abused him. <clears throat> she tries to ask, like, how? How did? How were you abused? And he starts saying really, like, um, vague things. And then I guess Natalia's new adoptive family, they're, the dad is, like, a preacher. So Michael's talking, and he's saying hell and, you know, words like that. And so the... The preacher comes out, the dad, and he's like, you know, we're not going to talk like that. You know, we're not going to, we're Christians. I don't know. And then my, that, Michael takes that opportunity to like run away. He literally gets in the car, car runs away. He throws a whole fit. It's like all dramatic. I'm telling you, this guy's literally like lights, camera, action. I'm ready to go. He knows how to put on a show. And it's like, you ran away because you don't want to be, be held responsible or, you know, any accountability. So I don't know. At the end of the day, it's like these people... Th this is wrong like I feel like there should be 
And I think they can't because I think that the charges were dropped because I think there was a point where they were going to get um, charged criminally for certain things, but they were dropped. Anyway, at the end of the day, this is criminal. They messed up this poor girl. This poor girl lived her entire life being abandoned over and over until she got to them. And then and then they told the whole world, this girl is a crazy little killing machine who's evil and she's a liar and she's an adult and she wants to kill us. By the way, also, she's tiny. She's a, she's a, a, a little person. She's tiny. If she were to come over to you with a knife and say, I'm going to kill you, it, it would be like almost funny because it's like, she can't how is she going to hurt you she cannot she cannot hurt you you are the grown adult she cannot attack you you know you're not she, you're not going to get killed you know what i'm saying you can overpower her so easily and so quickly because she's tiny and she can't even walk straight and her you know like all these things it's like she's not going to beat you in a physical altercation so for you to sit there and say oh i'm scared for my life is the dumbest thing because she she could not attack these people so it just infuriates me that this even became a big story because in many ways the public has has what would it be contributed to her hurt her 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 shame her embarrassment her abuse really because the whole world is over here judging her and things like that you know and there's people out there that are really saying no she is an adult and this and that and like i said if she were an adult who cares what does that have to do with anything nothing it doesn't matter if she was older than they said she still needed people she still needed help she still need like it's so dumb that's the argument i feel like is moot but whatever anyway i recommend you guys watch it and tell me what you guys think talk about it it's interesting that we finally get to hear her side that's why i guess i, I want to promote that because it's like we get to hear her side of the story we get to hear what she has to say and she does a really good job of being calm and explaining things it seems like she's very level-headed um, she's very, I feel like she really understands, like she's emotionally intelligent, I believe, and stuff. So I feel like, you know, it would be good to watch that and listen to her side of the story, like I said. Um, the other thing that I, I don't, I mean, I don't have much to say yet about it, but I haven't even checked her out on Instagram, but, you know, we know now well, I think the whole world, not the whole world, but anyway, a lot of you guys know that um, Gypsy Rose is out of prison now, and she has been out in the world. She got married. She's over there on Instagram. She tried to go to, uh, I believe, a Kansas City um, game. She wanted to meet Taylor Swift. They were like, no, you can't meet her. Or I guess Taylor Swift didn't allow her to go. Something like that. People are mad because they're like, how is she you can't make her celebrity that's like bad, bad that's it's a bad tone for you know people they're gonna think that they could just murder people and then you know they could become famous and it's like i think same thing with gypsy rose she was a victim some people want to say oh but she she's she caused she convinced somebody to murder somebody and it's like honestly not that guy already had issues he had already he, she didn't she didn't make him do it um yeah, she participated and she paid her debt to society for what her part in it was. Um, she definitely seems to feel remorse. She, she, what does it say that she 
Her life was the best when she was in prison. Out of her entire life, what she had experienced, prison life was much better than her regular life. What does that say about how she grew up and what she, how she was treated? This poor girl was abused in an unspeakable way. She had so many surgeries that were unnecessary. I mean, that's assault. She, I mean, just imagine your own mother assaulting you in that way, giving you medication. Her teeth fell out. She, I mean, all these things she caused to her own daughter. Um, so I don't condone what she did, but I understand why she did it. I think she paid her debt. Um, the system wasn't built for what her situation was. There really isn't that much legal. It's like a, it's a special kind of case, right? But anyway, people are mad because they think we're making her a celebrity in the public. I haven't checked her out. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what's going on. But again, it's like another another one where it's like she gets to tell her side of the story, which I think is pretty interesting. I think she's got a book coming out. Um, you know, I don't think we need to put people on a pedestal, idolize them or do anything. But I, I think that maybe her... She will, you know, to sustain herself, she might need to be in the public eye and, and write books and do stuff like that so she can make her, her, her living and whatever. I don't think she needs to be out there trying to be like the Kardashians or something like like super famous or something. But um, I don't think there's anything wrong with with people who want her to succeed. Because like I said, she suffered a lot. She was abused and it's not her fault that she lived the life that she did. She paid her debt. And now I think she deserves to live. I mean, that's our justice system. Like she deserves to live a normal life. Um, and I just think people are way too judgy. So you guys got to stop judging people. I say as I judge everybody, right? <laughs> anyway, if you listen, cool. It was a rant. I know. Sorry. It's just this case is crazy. The Natalia Grace and um, yeah, it just it's on that. It's on ID channel. So if you can watch it, watch it. And let me know what you think. Bye.